where you Thank you for joining us on another episode of King's Table, where it's all about bourbon, brotherhood, and breaking bread. Let's get into it. Or marry whoever. However, right, I will say this that I do think there's some cultural things based off how you lose your culture. Don't lose your culture. And not only that, just like it's a certain way, like for me, this is something even me and my wife had a discussion about. She's black. And we riding through Georgia at the time. You know what I'm saying? I had a 1987 Monte Carlo SS, right? Beautiful car. Damn, brother. Oh, Love yeah, it. A, oh. Dual exhaust, Put flow classes. masters. Oh, my You God. are from you Cleveland, was, ain't you? Come you on, was trapping, trapping. Yeah, you yeah, are from the trap, aren't you? Did you have, did you have OG in the headrest? Hey, look. Killer Ken in the headrest. He had the crown on. He had the little crown air freshener on the joint, you know? So we drive <laughs> we driving through like one of the nicest parts of Columbus, Georgia at the time, and the cops got behind me, right? Mm. And I got, you know, you know what I'm saying? Got to shift around, make sure everything is is where it should be. Knowing you good, knowing, knowing I'm you good, good. Yeah. you know what I'm saying? Right. My paper's straight, right? Yeah. And she like, why you getting nervous? And I'm like, you you may not have been in the situations I've been in, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm where you're not doing anything wrong, but because of perception, you get pulled over. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They snatch you up out the car. They throw you in handcuffs, throw you in the back seat, try to rough you up, what, whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All those things have happened to me. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And I'm like, and then she she could quickly kind of empathize, be, you know, because of how she was raised. She got a black, you know what I'm saying, brother. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So she understood where I was coming from. However, I don't know that somebody that's not from that culture could easily empathize with something like that because that informs how you interact with a with a police officer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It informs how you simply drive through a neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? The parties you go to, the people you hang out with. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's like I feel like there may always be some type of tension to a degree because that's something that one person just like – it takes 30 years – that you've learned this behavior, now you gotta just quickly unlearn it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I I think it would be a little tension there. Not saying I don't support interracial couples or whatever. However, I do think you gotta check check it at the door and make sure that everything is out on the table. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So <laughs> And don't and don't go by your mom your grandma's house either, bro, because you already know how that's gonna go. Or their grandmother's house. Hey, right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean Straight it's no, you're not. Yeah, you're I'm right. You're right, bro. You're and right. I mean we think about look at even in organizations right now, one of the biggest themes or topics is diversity and inclusion. Mm. Right? I, I hate I hate that that's that's like a real thing though. It's a real thing. Very and real. and you gotta think about it. So it's one the fact that it's an awareness and an acknowledgement that there's some cultural differences. But the word by itself, diversity, means separation and Absolutely. divide. Absolutely. So I think even in relationships, it goes a little bit deeper into this, not just culture, but cultural perspectives. Mm-hmm. Um, we all come from different cultures. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, as you said. But married, do we really? Mm-hmm. And we were talking about Historically. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. But even in that, so it's kind of like all of us are in the same room, right? But we all see different parts of this room differently and triggers and are much more aware or drawn towards different areas. Mm-hmm. So even in a interracial relationship or the same yeah. uh, um, cultural ethnicity relationship, we still have these different perspectives on how we see different stuff. Yeah. I think it may create even more of a challenge um, if it's an interracial relationship, if there's not a dialogue and conversation up front right. when, when something hit. 
You yeah. know what I mean? Like when it's peaches and cream and they out on the, you know, um, in the fields and the tulips and the birds <laughs> flying, it's cool. Mm-hmm. But when a situation like the one you were referring to, when that type of situation happens, if there hasn't been any previous dialogue of how do we digest this or deconstruct mm-hmm. this situation, right. then it's going to be some challenges because how would you be empathetic to something that you've never acknowledged or experienced? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. where you may have in that moment needed her to be able to relate and mm-hmm. like, and that cooled you down. Right. Because the worst thing would have been if she was like, Psh, like mm-hmm. be a man. Yeah. What's wrong with you? Yeah. So if, no, if, a, if in an interracial relationship, if they didn't have that cultural perspective, then it could have really created, you know, a solitude or a, a, a deeper hurt because you can't relate to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think that's that deeper uh, part of that cultural perspective and having earlier dialogue, 411s versus 911s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's get the information before we're in an emergency situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my man Evans got this look on his face. I know. I'm waiting for it. He's twirling his glass, bro. Right. He's about to, I have, to unload. He's swirling the bird. I have mixed emotions, um, mixed thoughts. Mixed feelings, mixed ideas, um, or ideas, rather. Um, Where should we start? I think that to love humanity is to love humanity, Mm -hmm. right? We're all all humans, Mm -hmm. which means we're all one. That was created by the Father. Correct. Mm -hmm. But when we look at... I don't even want to touch historical yet. When, when we look at bloodline and lineage, when we look at who we are as a, as a people, as a, yeah, as a bloodline, as a family, as in your DNA and who you're supposed to be and keep procreating and recreating and creating and creating so you could keep on living. Mm-hmm. I think when we step outside of that, we dilute that and our generations are now being lessened from our bloodline and lineage. So if you take if you take some bourbon, mm-hmm. right, straight from the barrel, single barrel, that's been aging for let's say twenty years. Right. You pour it out, you pour it into a glass, add some ice into it. Somebody comes in the room and asks to taste it. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's too warm. I'm gonna put some ice in it. Somebody else comes in the room. Oh, this this is a little warm. It's been in your hand for a little bit. <laughs> Add some more ice into it. Now this bourbon that's been sitting in one barrel is now diluted. That's been poured into cups. That's water's been added, and it's no longer in its pure form, right? Um, so that's one thought. Does that make sense? I hear um, what you saying. I follow you. I, I get what you're saying. But it, uh, it doesn't sound negative or positive from that perspective. <clears throat> nah, so yeah, it's not know. negative or positive. No. I, I think that, so so there's one, so the, the Aryan Brotherhood, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Or like the, the um, or let's even use the nation, the two extremes, right? Yeah. The, the two thoughts and ideas are stay within your race mm-hmm. to keep it pure. I agree, bro. Mm-hmm. I don't knock them for feeling that way. What right. I do knock is the hate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's it's okay to want to let your 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 legacy live on, let your blood be pure, right? Whatever that means, right? 
it's it's I think that that's perfectly fine. It's it's fine if you want to preserve culture. Like for me being in the South, like yo, it's hard for me to find a, a woman of my culture, right? Because th- I think that there's a lot that that we would share and we'll be able to pass on to our children. Mm-hmm. Being with somebody that's of a certain culture, if you don't have that, you now lose or it gets diluted with mm-hmm. the children that you have. Mm-hmm. They then are not as connected to their culture, their lineage, their heritage, right. traditions, all of that is kind of faded, mm-hmm. right? And I look at my children, how they're so Americanized. I'm first generation here, right? right. But I, I'm, I'm, I'm very Americanized. So in me, I see that I'm a nigga, mm-hmm. right? But I'm also a cultural islander right whereas i still hold a lot of traditions the the food right you need some tissue can't right. give, can't give him some of them tissues man you need some lysol this is tissues break but you know what though a lot of people will hear what you just said and say or they would interpret it as hate you know what I'm saying? And so but it's I, love, though. Why, it is love. So why, why does not it have to well, that's, that's, that's no, my it was question to you. That's my question to that you. That wasn't though. offensive. Why do you think people would interpret that as hateful? Ignorance, bro. Ignorance. So the, sa- the same way how I off-rip, I would look at somebody that says, oh, we don't date X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. and say, oh, you're hateful. It's because I don't understand their perspective. Mm. Right? Mm. Uh, again, when... I had a, I had a Chinese young lady I was talking to mm-hmm. like years ago. Her parents, obviously, her parents didn't want her talking to black guys. At the moment, I was here, oh, they racist, blah 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 blah. But as I'm as I grew and matured in my in my thinking, like right. yo, they're trying to preserve their culture, their heritage, because when they have grandbabies, they want to be able to pass that on to to their grandbabies. And is that selfish? It is selfish. But I think it's, I I, I don't think that that type of selfish, I don't think selfishness is bad. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's bad to be selfish. Okay. Mm -hmm. Right? I I think when you're selfish, you have, there's great intentions, right? It all depends on how it's directed, Mm -hmm. that selfishness. Right. But if it's to the degree that, yo, I'm trying to preserve me, right? I don't want to share my bag of chips because I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't want to share my plate because I'm hungry. I don't want to share my resources because I'm going to I'm not as strong and I may lose my resources to somebody else that's stronger than me. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's bad. Nah. I heard um, Dr. George Frazier mm-hmm. with the Power Network. Love shout out. Oh, I yeah. love the brother. Um, he he uh, opened up in one of his his presentations with I'm not a racist, but I'm racial, mm-hmm. meaning I'm for my people first. Absolutely. Period. Not against any other Absolutely. race. Right. But I'm just <clears throat> I'm pro for my people first. Yeah. So the concept of, of saying I want to keep it pure, um, and I'm thinking from a historical perspective, um, if we go back to the very beginning, everything got diluted. Absolutely. But we know where it started. Yeah. I, I don't so, think everything got diluted, though. Well, it everything got blended. So to use the, the reference of the, the example, True bourbon, adding ice, mm-hmm. right? The pure bourbon would be very hard to accept. 
Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. It would be the most potent, but it would be the hardest to accept. Yeah. The more the ice is put in it, is for what? To be more acceptable. And when so, we think about wow. colonization or cultural or living <laughs> in the same space. But I think the value comes in its purity and not when it's diluted. But I think to some once people. It's, once it's diluted, yes, it's more acceptable. Mm-hmm. Like, right, prime example, right? Mm-hmm. Prime example. Ken and I, we drink straight bourbon from single barrels, like, let it taste like gasoline. And mm-hmm. we're like, Oh, this is delicious. Mm-hmm. For the for the average person that tastes it, they just two things. One, they want to either get drunk, or two, oh, I need I need some ice. Something to chase it. Or something to chase it. Mm-hmm. Now nah, you're missing all the flavors. Mm-hmm. You're missing all the notes. You're missing everything that this bourbon has to offer. Why? Because you're you're taking it from its natural form and diluting it. Or you're not not ignorant in a bad way but you're ignorant to the process mm-hmm. and the taste mm-hmm. yeah and you kind of miss the process the beauty in the process Absolutely. so i think that's where educators and teachers and folklores where we share those narratives mm-hmm. because it still comes back to even if you and you have your children if you never talk about the history or the legacy and the tradition that you came from mm-hmm. they would never naturally know about it right. so it's where we use our narrative and our communications and that perspective to still be able to be in that conversation. So I think even, and um, and I'm married to a sister, I'm married to a queen, that's always been my perspective and you know my taste, but it was still our conversations of our traditions and our legacies of what we had to come from, right. and more importantly, what we wanted to build from that. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't, it doesn't, you don't want it to lose the value, but the value is restored through the conversation yeah. and being able to, to, how many of y'all have gone back and done like your lineage tree and you know, to a degree, but, not, yeah, we, but we've, far, yeah. we can st- think about how much more we can still <coughs> dig and dig. Right. Oh, for sure. But the purpose or the question would be, what would be the purpose of it? Am mm-hmm. I digging and dig just to say, I did it, you know, I'm, I know where I'm from, or are we getting information that we can utilize to push it forward? Right. Oh, man, I, I'm, I'm very prideful in what I found about my lineage, mm-hmm. about, about my bloodline. What did it do for you? Oh uh, man, it gave me it gave me more of a reason to to keep pushing forward, mm-hmm. and it, and remi- I, it reminded me totally that, that I'm yeah. a warrior, right? Right. It reminded me that the the so so I'm Haitian, right? Um, and we're from the tribe of Levi, so I'm 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 a Levi, priestly. Mm-hmm. I'm a priest, mm-hmm. and in every aspect of me that shows, I've never understood it until I learned about who who I am or who we mm-hmm. are, right? Mm-hmm. And that gives me the strength that I need, that I could say, yo, the, the, whether I call on the ancestors, whether I look at who, who, who I'm supposed to be or the idea of who I'm supposed to be, that gives me strength, that gives me courage, that, that allows me to look at myself in the mirror and say, yeah, I am a priest. Mm-hmm. Right? It's that pick you up. Yeah. 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 And it goes and back I, to something we talked that, about man. earlier, that pride. Mm-hmm. Like, I agree with that. You can take pride in that history, but it was still a part of it that from what you've experienced and learned, your narrative will be what you start to instill into your seed. Absolutely. Now, regardless of but your if, bloodline. But if but if I'm if I'm with a white woman or a, a non black woman, mm-hmm. a non uh uh African Ijamite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just made that up. We got two shows coming out. Ijamite. Ijamites is everything that's else. Yeah. Trademark. So so, so it's it's going to be hard to teach that because there's there's 
there's no relation, there's no correlation, there's no, there's no relevance. Like, she's no longer relevant in, in this situation because I'm teaching me and my ancestry to my children, where do you fit? That's interesting. And, you know, you brought up a point about dilution, mm -hmm. right? And it's amazing how prevalent that is in our society. And I think you don't, you, most of us don't really pay attention to it until you go outside of our culture. Yeah, like, this is a melting yeah. pot. Yeah. That's the yeah. U.S., man. I mean, every. I love, I just, love, just, I love women, though. Like, nah, but just uh, yeah, but, white, but, yeah. Asian, Latin. But, bro, I know. but, bro, <laughs> especially people, black. People from this black, perspective. Black, you've, been black, in right? the, you've been in the South a little bit longer. You, you start like some of that ice. <laughs> that ice is wet. Damn. That ice keep it cool. Wet. Good wet ice. <laughs> but, no, bro. but nah, just kind of, I think I think your example is a unique one too, bro. Even, even in the regard, because you and your, your ex are both black. Mm -hmm. But your culture is Haitian. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Hers is african-american mm. as far as i know yeah. you know what i'm saying so but um so in that regard unless you unless your queen's coming from your tribe mm -hmm. it's it's going to be dilution oh man like you yeah, you yeah, could yeah. you could go from the tribe of levi to the tribe of judah it's dilution yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying so purity i don't know if you if he could really be found but um but i do second the fact but of, that's what racism that's what racism is right racism is strictly it's, it's just a race no, 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 no. Yeah, the history of racism is a systematic form of economic, social, I think political modern modern racism. I think specifically white supremacy is. Well, race. The word race goes back. White white supremacy, according to your definition of racism, that's that's the definition of white supremacy. See, to me, racism is a systematic form of oppression, right? And was created. It was created. Absolutely, it's, it's a social, it's a social and political construct. Absolutely, one hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? Now, bigotry, I think, is like a white person, for instance, calling a black man a nigger, mm -hmm. right? Like, okay, With an as ER. if it's okay. E uh, yeah, like regular terminology. Th now you're yeah. a bigot, right? You, you haven't necessarily exerted oppression on me. Mm -hmm. The oppressive side comes when, you know, Malik Watson. And Billy Johnson go up for the same job. Malik is more qualified. Mm -hmm. And then the superior who's going to make the decision goes to the decision makers and says, you know what, let's hire Billy. He's one of us. You see what I'm saying? Like that's social, that's economic oppression. Which mm -hmm. we call implicit biases now. Right. In the workplace. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But, but to me, like that's how racism exists in in our society, which you know is what I'm a saying? which is a race, hmm? and and, and it's based top. off yeah, it's a race. Yeah, it's a race. To I mean, the top. yeah, yeah, yeah. As yeah. a running race, right? Uh, mm -hmm. well, that's first. a little bit more philosophical than I was sure. going, but I feel it. <laughs> <laughs> it works just like the wet ice. Yeah, <laughs> right? wet wet ice. ice. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's very clear, very vivid yeah. now. Boom, water. You know, but yeah. So, so I mean, like, I can't really ask where do we go from here. Because, uh, because I mean, it it is what it is. So, like when I when I say yeah, I love humanity. Right. You know I'm saying I I I feel as though that I'm gonna keep it funky. Mm -hmm. So I grew up in a very very racist neighborhood in Boston. 
I can believe it. I believe that's not five percent of Roxbury. So, so out here right. in the South, they ain't gonna call you a nigga. They gonna treat you nice. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And and in this part, this ain't the right, South. Though. Well, I'm about Charlotte, to say, hold on. Charlotte is not really now, the Ooh. South. Like Charlotte that. has a lot of ice. I, I, th- <laughs> I mean, it's I a think, transient. I city, think though. Boston racism. I got called a nigger more in Pittsburgh than here. I don't think I ever got called. I think a racism in Boston is is it it supersedes any type of other racism I've ever experienced. It's overt. Yeah. Because they'll call you a nigga. They'll say, yo, get the fuck out of here. It's a bunch of they'll, Irish people They'll up try there. to fight you. You know what I'm saying? Like, so hostile. Like, yo, I'm, I'm trying to get some ice cream, bro. But yeah. is that because Irish people are just hostile by nature? So that's it's not even Irish people, bro. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the American. It's the, it's the white American. That but if they did their lineage, just sure. like you found out where yours is, I bet a lot of people in New England will find that they're Scottish, Irish. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, so the Irish in, in Boston... Right, big Irish town, especially in the neighborhood I lived in. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying like, yo, they they lived in poverty too. Right, it was a struggle for them too. They organized through the mafia, mm-hmm. so that's how they was to them saying like, climb their way up the ranks through politics, through through unions, which is the modern day mafia. You know what I'm saying like, but when 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 I talk about like why I feel a certain way, it's because of what I've experienced. Right, you know what I'm saying like, mm-hmm. then. What knocked me over my head was in school learning about like the civil rights. Mm. Like, wait, what? <laughs> All four pages of it. Like, <laughs> like you know what I mean? They don't even give you a whole chapter. Yeah, nah, but, it, but, it, but as far as like seeing people being hosed, <clears throat> being lynched, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like the way we were treated. Like, yo, that, that, that fucked me up. That, hey. Like, knocked me off my. So, so, like, when I got to high school, then in college, Everybody used to think I was racist and I'm militant, but nah, I I, I am the way I am. I tread softly because I want to be careful because I don't want my emotions to come out mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. from from a from a white man, 30s, 40s, maybe 50s. Let me say, calling a, a 12 year old kid a nigger and saying that he's gonna whoop my ass. A 12 year old kid, right? Mm-hmm. A 12 year old kid, a grown ass man saying that. Mm-hmm. And I've always been a fighter, but to a grown man, like, come on, man. Mm-hmm. So it's just to imagine, like, that's the treatment that that I got personally. To them saying, like, thirty white boys coming to coming to the neighborhood trying to fight us. Did y'all have but, in that uh, area? Did y'all have any men that? Um, now nah, we had OGs. Refuge. That, nah, nah, <laughs> nah. Yeah, we had we had goons, bro. We mm-hmm. had goons, and. That's who I always gravitated to. So when it came down, when it came down to the funky stuff, like I wasn't playing that because they wasn't playing that. Mm-hmm. And it's a different, it's a different world of problems if if they want to get physical. Mm-hmm. It's a different world of problems. So I mean, like, so from a, a verbiage or just surface word level, mm-hmm. you were able to receive and accept it there, so it didn't have to go to the next level. Now it got there. Okay, <laughs> it got there. So. You, and I, I guess I'm trying to figure out. I'm thinking from my own perspective. Sure. Like if if somebody called me a nigger, I had a I had brothers and I had a father that yeah, yeah. we going to somebody's house. Oh nah. So and it wasn't always gonna have to be physical. Yeah yeah. But it was gonna be to the point. Now nah, I got discussed, physical, bro. Like not acceptable. Yeah yeah. Now nah, I got. So physical. I never felt unsafe or belittled. Or I never felt like a nigger. So mm-hmm. our our neighborhood. So so I lived in the projects. So we had one project that had beef with this street, we'll call it, so Fifth Street Park, 
the, the club kids was some white kids that hung out at the Boys and Girls Club. Another project's Old Colony. So it's like we're surrounded by these different white neighborhoods. Right. Mm. Where in our projects is where we had the blacks, Spanish kids, and a couple of Asians. It came to the point like, yo, you mess with one person, or oh, and whites. Like some of my closest friends, this is gonna sound racist. Some of my closest <laughs> friends are white, right? I can count them all in one hand. Count them all in one hand. I, ain't, I don't worry about that. I just wanna know who the Asian kids roll with. Yo, the Asian kids roll with, yo, they were, yo, they were goons, bro. Yo, they roll with us. Was that so? It was my it was my buddy's sister that I was interested in. It was like, nah, nah, you gonna do that? No, nah. real real talk though. I, I mean, I, I feel what you're saying. I mean, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's all experiences, bro. So yeah. so like so like for me, knowing that those that looked like me that came before me were literally being lynched. Right. Right. We're getting beat up. We're getting dragged dragged for miles on the mm -hmm. back of a pickup truck. Mm. Couldn't even have an open casket funeral. James Bird. James Bird. Mother mm -hmm. couldn't even recognize him. Mm -hmm. yeah. I I don't know, man. And so I'm not religious, right? Mm -hmm. You're spiritual. I can't though. I'm spiritual 100 percent all day. I can't forgive stuff like that. It's hard. I you you know, it's very hard. Are y'all familiar with the concept the <laughs> transition curve? Mm-mm. And the transition curve, it's a couple of, it's, it, it Well, I know what transition is, and I know what You know what curve is, is like yeah. a bell curve. Mm -hmm. So basically plotting it, looking at these different points. Right. There's a particular point, the first starting point is the optimistic uninformed, mm -hmm. where we don't really know, and we come into this world, and we're hopeful, and we think that all people are good, and we have this optimistic uninformed mindset to where we're open to stuff, but we've never been hurt. Mm -hmm. You know, we've never, you never got called a nigga yet. So mm -hmm. the first time you get called a nigga, you go from that optimistic uninformed to this pessimistic informed mm -hmm. to where now you got to filter everything through that particular incident where you can say everybody that looked like the person that called me that or where they came from, now I can use that as a fact. I'm informed and it can hold us hostage, mm -hmm. right? Now, to get held hostage in a pessimistic informed state on this transition curve, it means we become completely unproductive because all we do in that particular spot is, and this is what the indicator for it, is to just blame. Mm. Yeah. Because yeah. now I have enough information and I have facts that I can blame somebody else for putting me in a particular state of mind, mental capacity, or even physical situation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So every time I start to think about and reflect on my situation, I can always say, well, they did that. Mm. Yep. And we leave it with a period. Now the next indicator or the next plot on that transition um, curve, it goes to this where instead of blaming, because I can say everybody did this, but if I put a period and that's it, I'm stuck. But if I say everybody did this and my people when we suffered and went through this and, mm -hmm. and is what moves us through the transition curve mm -hmm. to this new hopeful optimism to where what's my solution? Right. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, we we talk about this all the time. Impregnate white women. <laughs> Got gotcha. you. In that look, in that whatever, up. every every successful black man. Got gotcha. you. Yeah. More than my money. I'm hey. coming to Thanksgiving. Hey. Yeah. Hey. And yeah. you better not have no whack cranberries. Hey, Janice. Janice. Ain't no raisins in the potato salad. So so the question I pose to us when we think about if we're anywhere on this transition curve 
that might be a pessimistic <clears throat> inform, what is our end? Yeah. Like, what are we adding to that narrative that's true, facts, mm -hmm. but and what are we creating or providing for the solutions? Yeah. I mean, I, th I think in the, in the context of, you know, racism, especially institutional racism, like, I feel like you don't have a choice but for your end to be, and I'm going to keep going, you know, and I still have opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. so, you know. But that's our makeup, though. It, it is. It, it's your makeup. And yet also part of our makeup is the pessimism and the, the like, uh, apathy. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I think... You know, honestly, I think a lot of black people are apathetic, mm -hmm. you know, and it's too easy for us to blame. Because right? it because shifts it, accountability and yeah, responsibility yeah. to do something. We got to take – so for me, I, I mean, I'll be honest with you, man. Uh, it don't matter. You know what I'm saying? I've been called a, you know, nigger. I done been in fights with people because of that specific reason. And uh, as a kid, that was acceptable. Mm -hmm. But now yeah. – it's like, you know what, if you call me, you know, it don't have no power on me. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now, it's not okay. You're going to know it's not okay. But now it's like, you're okay, somebody might say, Ken, you a nigga. And that woman at that house need bills paid. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? She needs her husband to protect her. That's your yeah, 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 So. I, I could, I, I, you know what I'm saying, I could take it there, but at the end of the day, am I going to let somebody else's ignorance take me away mm -hmm. from my mission? Take you off yeah, of you. You feel what I'm saying? Bro, and that's exactly, yeah. you know, and you got to deal with you got to look at that, man, too, sometime, man, because, you know, think about when they're when they hurling that at you, it's to elicit an emotion, right? Yeah. It's, it's to give a reason for you to get out of pocket and be like, oh, 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 he hit me, oh, oh. Because mm -hmm. it's back on you, like you know what I'm saying, right? So it's 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 kind of I look at it kind of like a game, like you know what I'm saying, like in mm -hmm. my mind is the battlefield, like for real. It's like yo, you really trying to you trying to get into my head right. and, and and really knock me off of my fucking kingdom, yeah. But it don't matter what you talking about, you know what I'm saying. You ain't getting past the moat, homie. Mm -hmm. So it's like yo, I mean, I'm over here shining, and, yeah. and, and you gonna see that, and and bro, I'm I'm very spiritual, so you know I um. I keep things in a perspective like, yo, I mean, can't, ain't nobody going to be able to do shit to me real right. yeah. You know what I'm saying? That, I, that I think an appropriate follow-up question would be, do you feel better after you called me a nigga? You right. know, you're going to steam on it for a second, but at the end of the now day. I'm talking about them. No, I'm like, how, I'm like, how, like, how was that? Yeah. Like, how was you that? feel yeah, better? Yeah, you feel good? You feel good about it? Mr. Big Man now? You feel good? Especially Come when here, you, bring it in. Come get a hug. Hey, hey, you hey, did hey, it. Hey, you did hey, it. All right. Because when, when you respond, wife. when you respond like that, that yeah, kills him, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. And it's they like the song. It used to be the song, man. These dudes from Atlanta made back in the day said, "You can talk all up you want. Don't put your hands Don't on. Don't touch me. Period. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's and, all and that matters, man. Keep it like that. You can say whatever you want to. Hey, Ken, I was listening to what you were saying, thinking about how your household now guides you through your decision making. Right. And I think I didn't really collect that until I had my child. Mm -hmm. Like two, it's been two years, about it's been about a year and a half that that resonates with me. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a very calm, no, I'm not a calm. It's nothing in me that's calm. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to think about it, it's nothing in me that's calm. But um, 
I'm more sensible now. I've always been a turn up. Mm-hmm. Always on anything. Yeah. Anything worth your energy though. Every, now I understand that now. And, to, yep. and a lot of it came from trying to protect your ego mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and your insecurities. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a situation about a year and a half ago, and this being transparent with my brothers at the King's table. Right. Um, following my wife coming off of up towards the university area and we was getting off of or getting onto the interstate, and my wife is in front of me and this white truck is behind her in between us, and he like on her tail mm-hmm. and beeping his horn and stuff. And I went from zero to full crazy uh-huh. in two seconds. Period. Right. period. Like period. If y'all saw this a couple a year and a half ago, um, I will give you my government name, but don't check my tag. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> as soon as I saw that, I went into such a rage. And I'm racing this dude down the highway. And I'm on his <laughs> tail. Mm-hmm. And I'm taking everything that's in my car. And I'm throwing it at his truck. Oh, Napkins. Bro, like me, I'm talking about Business everything cards. I got. <laughs> and I'm like, pull the, pull <laughs> over. Period. Pull. And I'm bro. going nuts. I have done that, bro. I'm going nuts. And my wife, and she was like, she already knew. As soon as he got on her back, she was like, she already knew I was coming. Mm-hmm. You know, not even so much from, I know you're coming to rescue me, but right. this might yeah, turn into a real situation. For sure. Right. For sure. right? Getting through it, and I talked to one of my police buddies after, well, former police buddies afterwards, and he was like, look, the day and age now, they want you to go in rage mode, pull over to the side so they can have a reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for me, I die for mine. Mm-hmm. But now I got a two-year-old at the house that my whole intellect, mental capacity had to change for my goal is I just got to get home every day. Right, yeah. right, right, right. So my Which ego. all that matters, bro. That, right. Now. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I commend. I commend you for that statement and having that as a guidance. I just I just got there because because when you when you're in that emotional frail, like you know what I'm saying, you're gonna it's the absence of logic. That's mm-hmm. what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like you're you're fully succumb to that, man. You're not re- thinking rationally, so yeah. you have to, bro. It's yeah. a survival out here. And I'm a, I'm also a psychopath to the point where as soon as it was over, and I said pull over, and I pulled over, and they did, and they kept going. Mm-hmm. I went straight back down it was to zero. Over. So hey, bro, listen. I'm, I'm, <laughs> with you, bro. I'm disclosing <laughs> that to my brother. I, feel yeah. I can go way up and then right back down. I've been known to throw a full can of Pepsi, bro. That <laughs> thing ain't even open. I'm, I'm splashing somebody's windshield, bro. Spitting out the window, letting the air. Hey, bro. Road, road, road warrior, man. I'm trying yeah. to tell you, but, man. I, yeah, yo, I, yo, true story, right? I'm better now. Just to let so, Me too, bro. I feel good now. I feel good, baby. You know? <laughs> so... This is when I was in church, right? I was with one of my boys from the church, mm-hmm. and I, I was I, I I always had like a part time job at a club, and um, he wanted to to come see the artist. So I was like, yeah, but you gotta roll with me, blah blah blah. So I used to have like bad road rage, like my anger issues were like. <laughs> hey, you need you still hey, need a hug. Bro, listen, you still need a hug. You want a hug yeah, right now? Thug hug right now. Need a thug hug. Yeah, I drive I drive like a grandmother now. <laughs> but like yo, so so old boy, so we was in the car together. Like um, yo, when he hears this, he say he's gonna hit the floor laughing. I'm drinking a cup of coffee and um, this cab driver like cuts me off. I'm saying it starts like give me the finger and yelling. <laughs> not meaning you're number one in his life. Nah, okay, bruh. not that finger. So, so I pull up on him, and I try pulling him out the car like, "Yo, you tough." <laughs> <laughs> so my boys just just looking at me like, "Yo, 
He done lost <laughs> it. <laughs> he done it, yo. You know what I mean? He forgot so he, what he had. So he froze. He still so got like, the cup yo, of coffee in, in his hand. Yo, we like, in the dude is serious. You want some Starbucks? Let me let me back up a little bit. So so I threw the I threw the coffee at him. Oh, okay. Coffee cup not there. Hey, yeah. No coffee cup. Mug too? No, it was it was it was from Starbucks. Okay, it's from Starbucks. You bougie too, a bougie thug. I got it. You <laughs> threw a whole latte at my man. Man, listen, yeah. twenty dollars at that window. Okay. Twenty dollars at that window. But was it a flat white? It was two ten. It was two ten. But yeah, so so my so when I got back in the car, like yo yo you high. You high. So he would he did not know what to think, what to say. Like you went right back in, like talking about like we going to prayer meetings after. Nah, this, right? so he we was going. like yo yo get angry, and I was like. Nah, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. You know what I'm so what you're saying is you're, had, you're like you're a psychopath yeah, also. Okay. I had, I had a psycho moment. That's why you uh, smiled at me when I said moment. that. Like, uh-huh. it's, <laughs> right, I, yeah, I guess down too, bro. Yeah. Yo, yeah, so, y'all kindred so, spirits. Okay. Yeah. So from from that from that moment, like, yo, he always looked at me as as being like some some crazy psycho dude. Right. But I don't I'm, drive like that though. I'm gonna tell you something, bro. The only thing that because I a lot of time when I'm in a whip, that's that's my talk to God time, right? Mm-hmm. But bro. Road like somebody cut me out. That's the only thing that could pull me out of that prayer cussing stuff, ferocious, bro. And, and my grandmother was like that, right? So I guess I'm just used to that. Yeah. It's that she pure, used to cuss it's us that, out, it's, bro. It's that pure bloodline, right? She cuss us out. You coming there in the middle of her prayer, bro? Oh, so Lord, get these ignorant ass kids out of here. I'm talking to the Lord. How these motherfuckers? Hold on, <laughs> hold on, Jesus. Let me oh, Lord, 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 but nah, nah, for real though, bro. I mean, I get it, man. You gotta, but you know, I we had those moments, man. Yeah, yeah. We had those absolutely. moments, bro. And I'm, I'm a, I'm a definitely a recovering road rager. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But man, how long you, have you been uh, sober from road rage? Man, listen, like you talking about like without like a little mouth relapse or just like all the way cold. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like he, he ain't fully recovered yet. Nah, I ain't fully recovered yet. Man. I made it to, I made it to. <laughs> <laughs> God, God ain't done with him. Bro. He's still working though. Nah, nah. I, I ain't never been a, a, a real road rager like that. I always, um, but I think people are stupid. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, what and I'm you saying? let them know that from oh, behind yeah. your window. From, so that's just road from rage, time, bro. You know, that's road rage. You know, I, I, but I, you I a calm dude. Him. But you a calm dude though. Like yeah. I could, I could just put. I, I don't. That was stupid. I don't chase him down. <laughs> But, you know, I say, man, you know, this person right here is a freaking idiot. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And if they roll up on me, then I may say, dude, <laughs> sir, man, <laughs> you're an uh, idiot. Right? I would really appreciate it if, appreciate you, uh, it if hey, you did not tell hey, me. Hey, will you roll your, roll your window down. I don't want to yell. Man, I don't want to yell down. at you, sir. <laughs> but, uh, roll it down a little bit. <laughs> I got to tell you something. Roll it down. Hey, 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 you idiot. <laughs> Have a nice day. <laughs> God bless you. <laughs> may I share my thoughts with you at this moment, sir? Yeah. You know, I, I may ask him a, a, a rhetorical question. Like, man, what made you? How many times did it take you to pass the driving test? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but but I, I feel you, though, because some people will get you out of your zone. Yeah. Man. That's facts. And that's why my you know my mean? goal now is I just got to make it home. That's yeah. mm-hmm, that's period. That's been my new guide for life mm-hmm. that I didn't have. Until I had a face that looked back at me that looked like me. Mm-hmm. Yo, but you know what's scary too though? As as a black man just driving, period, like yo, that's we get pulled over. Like, yo, for me, that's that's the first thing that you goes gotta to, be to my head. Period, yeah. bro. Yeah. Period. Whatever I gotta do to get home. I need yeah. to go see Queen yeah. Slim. 
Yeah. But hey, um, I'm looking for anyway. the nearest pair of glasses I got in the car. Like, I'm putting right. some tape around them, anything, bro. <laughs> sir, I, don't know. I just, my I really don't sir, know, why sir. Why do you have broken bottles? I was on my way to go do some coding, sir. I don't really show know what's going on. Show your badge first. <laughs> like, yeah, the work I'm badge. employed. Now, don't, listen, don't reach for Look, the badge, I used though. to always hit him with this. Hey, I'm a professor. They go, oh, okay. <laughs> right, right, right. I can breathe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, speaking yeah. of, right, yo, let's park here real quick. Yo, you know, you know, people done made it when they start rocking white brands, such as Eddie Bauer. Hey, that's that white money. Fresh. Yeah, yeah. Check that, this out. It's that white money. Sam's, twelve bucks. Ah, uh, damn. Uh, so uh, when you start rocking sales, you can tell me what else. <laughs> if I made it for rocking sales, yeah, yeah, I will yeah, say yeah. thank you. I, I'm with it. I got I'm that Sean John, baby. Look, I'm I'm looking for that you know the Levites where that it's supposed to be like a, a blue trim inside yeah. all their garments. Oh no, nah, not on this. Not on I almost this. thought that was it on the left side. Nah, not on this. Okay, Leviticus. wear. I got a little ink on my shirt though, but uh, <laughs> it's designer. <laughs> it's designer. Be calling me out of my head. And that's interesting, bro. We got we got built on that, man. Cause I uh, you know I was a practicing Hebrew Israelite for many years. Bro. I know. Yeah, so we got we got build That's another conversation. I can tell by the yeah. knowledge you kicked. Yeah. Like, yeah. Sporadic. Yo, them, yeah. Them, those brothers tripped me out, man. No, I, I wasn't one of them brothers. <laughs> I wasn't one of them. Bro. Let's be clear. Let's be clear, bro. Yo, how much time you got? That's, <laughs> another, yeah. that's definitely a deeper conversation. <laughs> Yo, I love them, bro. I, I'm telling you, I, and, and, and peace to yeah, those brothers. Yeah, especially the ones that can't read, though. <laughs> Read it for me, brother. Read it. Yo, Read. This this how to be. In the word. Uh. Yo, I'm. T- I, I I love those brothers. Why man. you say the ones that can't read? You love them because they always I have them reading. Because they always the ones reading. They stand. Yeah. They stand straight. They stand straight. They they stand stand straight. Hey, get this for me, brother. Get this. And then they tell my man, read, read this one. Yeah, read. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, but they they the, funny to me. The, I, I ain't gonna lie, bro. The one that did not. He didn't like to read out loud in class. <laughs> in class. Now you got me reading on the corner the whole yo, world. Bro, they my, make people my G, nervous. Yo, my G would get kicked out the class just so he doesn't have to read. <laughs> yo. Now he becomes a Hebrew Israelite. Yeah. And they got him reading. <laughs> over there trying to read Leviticus. The first chapter. Yeah, they, and then he hey, reading, and then give he me a line. How you do? How you do? And then he reading in old English at right. that. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, thou hast. Thou. Yeah. You know I mean? like, he reading the King James Version. Yeah, that's crazy. But thou hast. Yeah, I didn't know they was in the South, though. Oh, they yeah, they be in Uptown. I seen, I seen, yeah, I seen some in Uptown, yeah, bro. When I moved here, bro, <laughs> I have seen it, seen, bro. Have you seen people's reactions to them? I, I keep on going, bro. It. I don't stop. I, yeah, I just you keep just on keep going. moving. No, I, I, I have to stop. Why, why, why you so? Why you so amused? Huh? Why you so amused? Kenneth Smiley showing all his teeth right now, bro. You see all the all the cavities, every cavity I got. Listen, when when they out there, bro. Like people can't, you can't help it. Mm-hmm. Like you, you, you have to see what's going on, right? So even the people that they diss, like they be calling white, hey, they white ma- they magnetize. They, they, they be like, you know, look at this white devil. Look at this white. They call him, you know, all out yeah, their yeah, names, yeah. all all kind of words. I ain't never seen the scripture. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Not but, even in the glossary. Yeah. Uh-huh. But then, like, I seen them one day. I'm in Cleveland, right? And they on the corner, right downtown St. Clair. And they going off, you know. They reading from the Old Testament. And they calling white women white devils. They calling white men this and that. They cussing out. The, it's a lot of Jewish people in Cleveland. They cussing cussing out the the Ashkenazi Jews. That's right? like Pittsburgh, bro. They going in, right? Yeah, yeah. They the same Yiddish. We the say. Yiddish. Yeah. And then the people that they would curse out, they would look at them 
they will walk past them real fast, and then they'll turn around. <laughs> they'll stop and turn around. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He just called me. Yeah, yeah. He just called me a walking pestilence. And he be like, "Yeah, I was." He like, "Yeah, I was talking to you." <laughs> yeah. And I just be sitting. I'm like, "Yo, baby, we gotta get some coffee. I gotta watch this. This is <laughs> this is good. This is about to get good. Coffee and some popcorn. It's so silly to me. I mean, you know, peace to those brothers. Like I said, it's so funny to me because like. They, they're, they're, they're preaching hate. They're very overt yeah, yeah, yeah. with it. You know what I'm that, saying? Yeah, it, it ain't yeah, nothing yeah, hidden about their yeah. hate. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I'll be like, yo. But I think their hate stems from like the, the historical, as we said, the historical yeah. racism, right? It, it does. But it's still, it's hilarious to me because like, there's no, there's no rhyme or reason. I, at least from where I sit, from watching them on the corner, it's not like they're. <laughs> You know, it's it's not like they're um, as a spectator. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a, yeah. it's, a, it's, a it's a full contact sport, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. it's not like they're um, looking to convert anybody. Mm, they're not, not necessarily, you know, raising money, you know, because they're never out there asking right, right. for for donations You're or right. anything. They're just out there just spewing whatever. Spewing. Yeah, yeah. And the brother, you know, they had a purple on. They had a uh, the wristband. Uh, the, that, which is my favorite part of that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they got the whole armor. So right, 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 right. But it's Some so funny shit. because they just be out there and wherever they go, they there's a crowd around these people. Always. And Always, I just I just love the fact that they make so many people nervous, bro. Mm. They be having people shook daddy, bro. Yeah, that's man. that's for sure, man. And nobody sure. nobody go like if some Klansmen stood on the corner on Trading and Tryon in Uptown right now, it'll be a thousand people out there protesting. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, but do you think, these do you think guys, they're allowed because of, because of like empathy? No. I think, sympathy? Why do you think they're allowed? I think they're allowed because nobody takes them seriously. I, that's what I think. That's why. I, I think that the a, a white person that, that is knowledgeable feels some type of empathy. I think they feel guilt. I right, guilt. Let's use guilt. But not empathy. Okay, cool. But it's a better word. It's 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 hilarious it's hilarious because like like I said, it's just no rhyme or reason, really. At least from my perspective. We just out here. Yeah, they we just, just out, out here today. But you it's look Tuesday. at some at some JWs by the bus stop. Mm -hmm. They they looking to convert you, bro. You know what I'm saying? The what? Hey, by the Jehovah's bus stop Witnesses. in your living room. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they 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 trying to convert. Like I've, I've had, that be on you. Bro. I've had some theological conversations uh, with someone. I they love come them. To my house. Yeah, bro. I love them, and I, I love it because they're persistent. But I also like that some of them are like me too, because they be out there at the bus stop, mm -hmm. and you got one, you know, who's the leader. You know, he'll come holler at yeah, you. Yeah. You know, try to you know speak to you, see what's going on. You know, if he can. They got a little hook. You, yeah. you know, give you the little watch. You accept Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. But then, Sev, you got the one like me. I'm standing over there. I ain't really trying to talk to nobody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't. Hey, hey, yo, they just standing right here. Ken looking everywhere around. Right. <laughs> Ken, Ken the second line of defense. You know, after you convert it, he going to take you out for bourbon. <laughs> right, right. I ain't going to hit you hard, but come out and see. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't trying to convert nobody. Ben's on the front line. Yeah, I love it. With I the hammer. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Caveman style. I, I live for it. Yo, when they come, yo, what's crazy is, right? Yo, I, lo <laughs> I love, I love Elijah. I love my son so much. <laughs> He's silly, man. Yo, so, was it like a month or two ago, they came by the house, right? 
<laughs> so my 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 daughter Eva always says daddy talks a little. She she thinks I talk way way too much. Mm -hmm. I just love conversation. Right? Mm -hmm. Let's converse. Let's build. Mm -hmm. So they came by one day and I was actually trying to transition mm -hmm. and we ended up being out there for an hour. I was just listening mm -hmm. for like a good forty five to fifty minutes. That's too long, bro. Hit me out because I, I really because I'm I'm like genuinely interested to hear what you have to say mm -hmm. and I'm asking questions like yo why you believe what yeah I ate them up in ten minutes bro mm -hmm. they left they they didn't even say bye they didn't say thank you usually they they well mannered they very mm -hmm. pleasant yo they mm -hmm. ran bro. knocked them off they square they, they didn't come and, back and with I, their uh, with their lead um, person so I don't know have who you came. ever had that so I was gonna say this I don't know who came yeah. I don't lead know who thumper. came to the house. A couple weeks ago, but Elijah was like, "Yeah, it's Jehovah Witness outside." <laughs> so I was like, "Well, I'm busy. I ain't coming down." Tell him, tell him I'm not interested. I'm tell him I'm a voodoo priest. I ain't interested. Not to come back no more. Yo, yeah. so my G went downstairs, and I was joking. I said that jokingly, right? Not with Elijah. Yo, my G went downstairs. He took it to another level. Yo, my dad's a voodoo priest. <laughs> he ain't interested in what y'all have to say and don't come back to our house. Door shut. Door shut. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, so he's so I, I came downstairs probably like 30 seconds, 45 seconds later, as he's closing. Because I was just joking. He's like, so I'm like, yeah, where they at? He's like, oh, I told him that. <laughs> I'm like, hold up, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I was just joking though. Like, you yeah. So I was like, yo, you being for real though? Cause he's a clown too. So I'm like, yo, you being for real? Like you told him that? He's like, yeah. As I see the car pulling off pretty fast. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, they was. But I live for those conversations because it's like, yo. They ride past your house at night, and, at night with a water gun full of anointing oil. Yeah, they sure be spraying the crib down. Sure Holy oils. They, Holy they'll water. They'll catch you off guard, man, if you ain't prepared. They, not me, man. I love them, though, man. I love they, great conversations. Yo, they're nice people. They're good people, man. But I mean, what, I, what I, turns me off, and I yell pineapples, pineapples, is when they try to come in my house. Or set up a meeting, the next meeting to be in my house. Nah. That's, that's kind of old. Like, nah. That's yeah, overboard right there, bro. What? Can't come to, nah, they want to host it at your house? They want to host at my house. The last, oh, I would say about, about three, you, four bro. people that came by. Even some. That's a compliment. Met. You must have a, you have a beautiful, warm home. Very well. They was gonna bring the dude with the little uh, with the fedora to your house. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying when, when he come to your house. Ah, uh, yeah. You know so. You know so on, bro. Bro. Hey, hey he, got, he got his white socks on yeah. with his with his dress suit on, bro. Like, yeah, he know he was coming to do. <laughs> you know what he coming to do? The crew cuts. <laughs> exactly. The, crew the ankle cut. babies. Ankle babies. The white socks. Got that dress suit. <laughs> you know what he coming to do, bro? Oh, Listen, when, when but I love those conversations because because it, it it intrigues me. How people like they buy into, I'm not gonna say buy in, because I'm not gonna disrespect what somebody genuinely believes. Yeah, right? no doubt. So it intrigues me, like, what makes you believe what you believe? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, what, what's the reasoning behind your faith? Mm -hmm. Like, like, why? I wanna know the why. Mm -hmm. That's it. I, what, what was the life transforming? Uh, yeah, you know that that brought you to this. It's, to, this it's to my doorstep. What intri Why does that intrigue you so much? I'm just interested about about faith, mm -hmm. right? So like, <clears throat> so they believe, <laughs> so they believe only a certain <clears throat> amount of people are going to make it. Hundred and forty four thousand. 
Yeah. Oh my dear man. So or going to heaven. Oh, going to heaven. Man, which we, we, could, we could break that down on some metaphysics Yo, all on, day, man. man. Like, why are you at my door, though? Like, what makes you think I'm gonna make it in? Yeah, no, they like, ain't talking, they ain't trying to get you in, they trying to get you a part of to be a part of that great multitude. Wait a minute, ain't there 144,000 of y'all? Like, who, 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 who else is getting but, in but there? But they trying to get you to be part of that great multitude of the new heaven and the new earth that's gonna come down. That's what that that's that's what they're trying to get you to be a part of, sure. But the reason it's funny to me, man, is because. Like I respect them in a sense <clears throat> because they door knock. They salespeople. Yeah, on Saturday morning, bro, mm-hmm. and 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 it's it's the perfect time. They different to, to of knock sales. a yeah, door. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I I respect the courage to go out there and do that. And you know, I, I've never laughed to one of them in their face except this one lady. I was getting gas, See, and she like pulled here, up. Here you go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I ain't never ever did that except this one time. I was like, <laughs> Yo, it was one time. <laughs> I, I mean, I was at a gas station, right? <laughs> and she pulled up on me. And, you know, she she was like, I got some reading material for you. And she just handed it over to the gas pump. And I didn't know what it was. You know, it's like 7 in the morning. I'm like, okay. And I, and I just threw it in the car and I looked at it. I'm like, oh, man, watch that. You got me. Mm-hmm. You know, but I respect the, the courage to go out there and do that, man, especially when it comes to religion because it's something that we – it's hard to sell. You religion? know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's easy to sell. Nah, no. man. It's, oh. e- it's, it's easy. It's easy no. to pimp religion, bro. bro but, but I feel you know like on, on an individual basis, it is hard to sell. It's only easy to nah. sell in collectivism. Let, let me tell you why it's easy to sell. Depending on the neighborhood you're in. Depending on the demographics. Depending on the demographics. Mm-hmm. Everyone is looking for hope. Yeah, every, everybody's looking for so, inspiration. So if 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 I can sell you a dream of hope, right? I got you. hope dealer. But in this in this day and age, right? People aren't looking for uh, corporate. People are looking for something more spiritual. They're I, not I looking think for there's something been a shift. There's definitely for sure. a shift. And, and I, I respect them. Hey man, we're going into a whole new age, man. Age yeah. of Aquarius, man. I mean, this is this is an, an enlightenment yeah. period it's, we're entering, it's bro. Different, man. Mm-hmm. I, I, re, I respect them. I, I yeah, I get a laugh out of them. You know what I'm saying? Just like the, you know, the Israel. Kim, what's up with you, man? Like, well, why are you just like pulling up on these religious folks, man? And start laughing. I, I mean, now, I'm man. having Christians too, and I'm one of them. You know what I'm saying? Because right, we, right. we, you know, we can get into some wild stuff too. Um, what kind of wild stuff? Like Look all that toe tapping in church that. Sometimes ain't really, cause I done seen people, you know, dance around. And I don't know. So me, I got a lot of questions, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if the spirit jumps like that. Hey, Shabba, hey. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if the Baba I don't know if it jumps oh, like that. that. And it maybe it's something because it's something I've never experienced. So that makes me a natural. I'm a natural skeptic. You know this about me. I'm skeptical about everything. That's why I'm buying into conspiracy theories. I think a lot of that sometimes is um, Murphy's Law. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like when you're you're in a space like that, you know what I mean? And you got all of that going on around you. Like, oh, man, I'm going to really shake it up real good like Miss Parker next week. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, just it's it's, it's an energy thing, right? Everything's energy. So when you're in a space like that, you got to realize that the preacher is a practitioner. Mm Mm-hmm. He's a spirit worker, bro. He knows. Mm-hmm. He know. They know how to maneuver with this. They know what's happening. But I also think so, that there's a lot of like, a lot of this stuff ain't. People are faking it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And 
I know it because of like your church I grew up in was a um, was Southern Baptist. You know what I'm saying? And <clears throat> my mom would catch the spirit. Like she had like a near death experience. When I was 10 years old, my mom had a massive heart attack. When they came to pick her up, she didn't have a pulse, no, no nothing, right? They took her to the hospital, you know, when me and my brother showed up to the hospital, like the doctor, her doctor that was seeing her in the ER, he was walking out to us. And I never forget the look on his face, you know what I'm saying? And one of the nurses ran around the corner and he turned around and he went back. And when they came back, he was like, I was coming to tell y'all that your mom was dead. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She's not though, right? And she woke, you know, she she had this experience and she told me about it. And it was it was strange because that was her salvation moment, right? So she she did she wasn't like in a church when she quote unquote got saved. You know, she got mm-hmm. saved in death, so to speak, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. And she was never the same person, like literally never the same. Mm-hmm. And I saw her ex- like have the quote unquote Holy Ghost in church and stuff like that around the house, you know what I'm saying? And I asked, I remember asking her like, well, you know, like when you doing that, cause I'm a kid, you know, I'm like 12 years old. I'm like, you know, my- That's why you was always getting whoopings, Ken. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cause me and her, we had real conversations and I was like, you know, when they sing leaning on the everlasting arms, when you have that experience that you do, like, what's going on with you? <clears throat> and she told me one day, she said, I can't explain what I feel. She said, the, the best way I could describe it is it feels like some type of tornado, like a rushing wind or something in my body. And she's like, I, I, it's just a spiritual experience. I can't explain. You just have to experience it for yourself. You know why? Hmm? You know why? <clears throat> what? One, one of the th- one of the main things they strip from us is our spirituality, right. our mm-hmm. connection to yeah. the Father. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yeah. so, our, so our direct so, connection. Right. Our direct Period. connection. Without having to to go through a pastor or a priest to mm-hmm. to talk to or have some type of understanding or wisdom. Mm-hmm. Right. And the and the language <laughs> is stripped as well or removed because it, there isn't a way to explain it. We just came from a basketball game. Mm-hmm. And the beginning of the game, there are a lot of high hope, yeah. spirited people. Everybody's mm-hmm. excited. The crowd is energized. Towards mm-hmm. the end, as the game is Energy. coming to yeah. a close and the team is not winning, it's nothing that you can explain. We yeah. don't have the dialogue for it. But there's something there. And I think that's where our spirituality, religion is just another word for routine, how we <laughs> uh, fixate or put that together. Mm-hmm. But I think that where we've been limited in in our verbiage, and we don't have the language to express mm-hmm. what that is. Yeah. Right, right. You know, even and from our natural. So, yes, ex- so the reason why she couldn't <clears throat> explain why she was feeling that way, right, is pure ignorance. Not in a bad yeah, way, but she just, just the lack of knowledge. But it it is spiritual. Yeah. Right. As far as like, if if we think on something long enough, it becomes real. Yeah, what you right. focus on, it expands because the the energy that we put towards it. Right. So now, if if I'm if I believe that I'm speaking in tongues mm-hmm. to invoke the spirit of God or a spirit or an energy, right? If I do it long enough, that energy is going to overwhelm me, and I'm going to start speaking in the tongues, whether it's 
whether some may say it's real or right. or, or not, we don't know. It's, right, it's, the it's, thing it's real, real to you, it's right? Real it's real to you. But to to somebody else, <clears throat> I'm saying, they may look at it and say, "Oh, this is fluff." Yeah. It may or may not be right, but I guess my point is, whatever we put our energy towards, yeah, right, and especially if we tap into this the spirit, right? I'm saying like. There's a lot of stuff that we don't know. So black churches just misunderstood spirituality. And, and African spirituality. African and yet mm. and yet in this whole spiritual realm, no, I do believe in spiritual gifts, mm-hmm. right? Like I I, I completely be- believe in exorcism, mm-hmm. right? Like I, I believe that people have the ability to prophesy whatever. Absolutely. And I believe I was blessed with a spirit of discernment. Facts. Yes, so Amen. it's something that when I can I, I prophesied. A spade, I, a spade. I prophesied mm-hmm. you was gonna say that. You prophesied, you <laughs> and your prophecy came true. So you yeah. got the dis- you got discerning spirit yeah. too. It's but, the spirit but, of the bourbons. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but for me, when I see stuff, spirit you know what I'm saying? I'm, I, I got I. You, uh, it, it's it's a feeling. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's it's different than when you when you're being blocked by something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it, like you have a hard day. You have a hard experience life whatever is going on and it can block you from seeing things or feeling things whatever that's different than seeing something and it not jiving right with your with your spirit like you know that ain't right well it's like dogs you know dogs they have enough sense if they're around something or somebody that they do not connect with or they know is off Mm -hmm. they will alert you and i I do believe we're more intelligent than dogs so we know when something's not right even if we don't follow up yeah. Those feelings, you know when something's not. You know in what alignment. that is, right there, bro. Talk to me. That's spirit, bro. Yeah, I agree. That's intuition. Yeah. That's why I always say, like, you know, especially this year, my mantra has been like, I trust no one or thing in this world more than I trust my own intuition, bro. Mm-hmm. And and that's my way of me giving total credence mm-hmm. because you know, like you said, man, when you don't follow that, yeah, that voice, you know, some people look at it the angel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, devil. that's that's spirit and ego, man. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like tussling. So you know, whenever um, you listen to your intuition, bro. I mean, I I personally feel you can't go wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I think in terms of spirit, like that's one of the the, the hidden mysteries. Like mm-hmm. I think it's a lot of like with, in terms of religion and um, <clears throat> things in place that kind of that that are strip people of power. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Keep people ignorant. You know what I mean? Right. I, I think as times progress, we're gonna a lot of this stuff is gonna be uncovered more. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and, and 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 like you know, like you saying, speaking in tongues or whatever, we don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it could be something very ancient, something very, mm-hmm. you know, sacred. Yeah. And we just don't know that. I, you know I, what I'm saying? But but we we go into these. I don't knock church. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I don't knock religion. None of that. Corporate. But I just know what works for me. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? What wow. doesn't. And, and and that shit don't work for me. Yeah. Mm. You know to, what I'm to saying? me, it's like when it. So when it, when it's real, you can tell it's real. Right. You know, if you're if you're open to it, you mm. know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, because I, I what I you're believe, looking for. Yeah, and yeah. and I also think you got to open yourself up for things. Mm-hmm. So for me, <clears throat> like I, I'm, I'm I'm you know I profess to be Christian, right? I go to a Christian church or whatever, right? And one thing is for me, like. I have to prepare myself for the church service, so to speak. And it's a it's a spiritual exercise that I have to do with myself because it's like 
if I don't, then I'm not going to hear anything that's being said. I'm not going to connect to anything that's being sung. I'm not anybody that hugs me or prays with me. I'm not going to connect with none of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I haven't opened myself up mm-hmm. to it. And and when I do open myself up to it, it's more than an emotional experience. Because mm-hmm. a lot of church, no matter what faith you from, Muslim, whatever, right, you have an emotional experience. I and think it's, I think it's very much. Emo- I think it's. I think it's. Uh, emotion is is a, is a cornerstone yeah, of religion, it bro. And, and it has. I mean, because I, you, know, you know, emotions are. I mean, we're emotional creatures. Emotion right? is so, a cornerstone to persuasion. Yeah, rhetoric, yeah. anything. But yeah. what makes us connect to a certain to to certain religions, though? Because I, I I look the at persuasion, like, how well it's marketed or branded. Because mm-hmm. really, what you were saying when we look at our Marketing. right to give up. Right, so when we grew up here, and somebody said they caught the spirit, or mm-hmm. the spirit fell mm-hmm. on them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, that would suggest that I never had it in it's the first you place. from the jump. Mm-hmm. So, and and when I look at even our traditional religion or the way we were raised, right. to get saved, my question was always saved from what. Mm-hmm. Mm. Now the process we had those stages: saved, sanctified, yeah. sanctified being the cleansing of. So I can connect to that as far as the practicing of developing and maturing in my decision-making. Because it's a process. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't connected to my eternal destination. Right. Mm-hmm. So when we got manipulated into our salvation or our experience, that mm-hmm. journey was connected to your final destination. We gave up all rights, responsibilities, and accountability to develop on our own. Right. Develop so your now, own connection. now if I go and say, if God will, you know, if it's mm-hmm. God's will, what I've just given up is all of my principal That's accountability facts. and responsibility for what's mm-hmm. in front of me. Period. Now I can make bad decisions, bad Period. financial decisions, relationship right. decisions. Yep. I can say, I hadn't talked to you in years because you did me wrong. And yeah. I just and just allow that to be gone without me going to having a conversation and apologizing and accepting what I did. Right, right, right. Right? And, and you know, I saw T.D. Jakes talk about that same exact thing, right? So what he was saying, like, in his book, Soar, he wrote that, like, God didn't make the chair, right? So if you believe in a creator, and the creator created all created living things, right? He didn't create a chair. He created the tree. Now, it's on you and the intuition that you have, the creativity that's been installed in you, right, and the will to make the chair. You see what I'm saying? And when people just leave it like, well, if, if God wills it, mm-hmm. so-and-so will happen, it completely takes you out of the equation. The action mm-hmm. part of it. You don't have to do nothing. And I always point back to the biblical story of uh, Joshua leading the Israelites around Jericho, mm-hmm. right? Now, those guys had to walk around. The Bible says they had to walk for seven days around the walls of Jericho and then blow their horn for the walls to fall. Right, Shafar. What if they didn't walk? Mm-hmm. And they, and it's that's that's so. I think people turn whatever God they have into like a genie. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because we got this this distorted view of it. That okay, if I pray five times a day, if I makes a lot, or if I take the Hajj, or if I get baptized in the water, if I go to church consistently, that all of a sudden He's just gonna do something mm-hmm. for me. And that's not necessarily the case. If you read Paul's accounts, right, this is why I say people need to read the Bible for themselves. You know, it never says, you know, that you just 
accept your religion and all is going to be great. Paul was at a point where he said his burden for the gospel was greater than death. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And we walk around saying he'll never put nothing on you that you can't handle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yet Paul, the greatest apostle, the last apostle, said his burden for the gospel was greater than death. That's pretty strong. Mm-hmm. You telling me I can't handle I, I, anything I can't handle? Well, if it's, it was strong enough to kill him, you know what I'm saying? Then how can we walk around at, with this like tutti fruity perspective of things? You know what I'm saying? And I, I think that's you know we can get into prosperity gospel, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's I, I think that's where the whole where people nowadays are searching for spirituality. Hey man, shout out to Reverend Ike. <laughs> Shout out to Reverend Ike, baby. And for those of y'all keeping count or keeping track, if it's the Bible or whatever historical religious reference book that you read that have common themes, stories, mm-hmm. characters. Mm-hmm. Um, there's still a common thread there. Many, um, many years. I think we look at what you were saying, Ken. Just the word faith. Mm-hmm. Period. You know. And I think what you were saying, the tree and the chair. Faith is being able to recognize that the material is there or right. is provided for you to accomplish what it is your desires are. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where a lot of that's been convoluted or um, stripped yeah. of knowing that the access and power is in your hand. Right. Regardless where you come from, your background, right. it's right here. If, it's up, if it is to be, mm-hmm. it's really up to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He gave you two hands, two feet, and one mind. And even if you got one hand. Yeah. Just don't enter a clapping contest, but you can still do a lot of things. That's right. Mm-hmm. But now off of that, as we get ready to wrap this up. Have y'all seen Black Do- Call Me Dolo Mike? Yes. yes. My name is Dolo that Mike. That movie was very oh, good. Oh, the Eddie too. Murphy did? Yeah, it was, it was yeah, yeah, I peeped that. I peeped that. It was yeah, straight. It felt good seeing Eddie Murphy in another film. Facts. Yeah. He's he and and I like the fact that uh, it wasn't Disney five. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know kept it raw. Yeah. <laughs> kept it raw, bro. I think that was that Dolomite was, one, is my that was one of my favorite movies. That was good. Because the second time I watched it, like I, I, I watched it through a different <clears throat> lens because I wanted to analyze it. So the first time was like just through pure entertainment mm-hmm. right, and to appreciate um, you know, what, the, what the movie had to offer. The second time I was analyzing and um, I learned so much from it yeah. as far as like dedication. Persistence. Persistence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was a true story, based yeah, on a true story, true right? True story, man. Yeah, he was. That was raw, bro. I mean, I got, I got that same sense of inspiration from that too, bro. Like, I, I probably wasn't even what was intended, but yeah, I, I felt peeped, the same thing. Though. Yeah, I felt that, bro. Yeah. What about the Black Godfather, man? Since we on the Netflix, mm, you I, it's in my man, queue, you man. Ain't seen I still that yet, haven't bro? watched it yet. Mm, what? Heavy. I still haven't bro, watched it yet. Please heavy, tell him, bro. Heavyweight. Please so, tell him, bro. So, heavyweight. So, so I have a little bit of ADHD, right? ADD. He spent more time scrolling on Netflix than watching it. Uh, facts, facts, yeah, because yeah. it has to hit me. But you do good. With, you do great with recommendations. Sure, I do. If somebody refer it to you, yeah. you have a little bit but I, but I longer tolerance. To, if I, I, it didn't catch me in the first five minutes. Yeah, that's what I said. But with a a strong reference or recommendation, sure, yeah, you'll get past that. If you got to do it on your own, yeah, yeah, yeah. nah. What's next? Okay. Yeah, but a strong recommendation. I'm the same way. I probably won't watch, go see a movie unless somebody told me about right. it. Ken went to go see a joint the other day, and I was like, well, tell me what it's like. When he came out, hey, you got to check it out, so I'll go. Right. But right. just to see something come across the screen, I'm not wasting my time. Mm-hmm. You, I, I'm like, I, I'm not way to a degree. Like, I have to be investing in something, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But I tell you what I'm watching right now is The Watchmen 
on HBO. Mm. I, now, this is me personally. Is that HBO's that? Is that, that uh, if it ain't on the fire stick, HBO is the greatest <laughs> TV channel. You talking in about the Watchmen, like the um, like the comic, the comics. Okay, mm. but they came at it from a, a different angle, right? It's still a that's Watchmen. old. That that ain't it's just, old. That ain't, okay, I seen that. Yeah, yeah. But they got a series now, oh, starring okay. Regina King, right? Mm-hmm. And yo, she plays the the, the lead character, um, Sister Knight, um, and it's. It's basically about how these. It's based in Tulsa, which is very clever. Mm, so where they started, Wall Street. That's everybody that, itself. That's Yo, exactly where they started. That's everybody I love itself. it. And and just watching the first five minutes of the first episode, it is it evokes. You know, we talk about emotion. It evokes emotion that's because everybody. they basically put the incident of Greenwood. And they, they reenacted that as a catalyst for where this series is at in an alternate reality. Yeah, I think I think that was my breaking point, bro. That's watching Greenwood. Mm. Bro. That was that was my breaking point. That did it. Point. I couldn't watch Armistar. It was too heavy for me. Yeah. This was in high school. Mm-hmm. Freshman year of high school. Then then Greenwood, they was like, Oh, it's not that bad. White and that teachers. did it for you, yeah. These were white teachers. <laughs> oh, it's not that bad, you know, because I almost thought I wasn't having it. Like, All right, I'm gonna give us yeah. us free. <laughs> that was so good. Rosewood, I that was, was good. Like, I thought he, I thought he was here for a moment. I looked around like <laughs> yeah. that was good. You I'm practiced off that. The boat. Shit, yeah. Get free. Hey, yeah, King, Kings, I'm going to have to break out. Uh, take these young Kings to the crib. Yes, sir. All right. So I salute you all. Ashe. 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 Appreciate you, bro. Honor and respect, brother. Superstars keep shining, keep grinding. Yeah, we've been we've been what rolling for almost two hours and eight minutes. Your love and respect, okay. man. You know, but I I think to me, Rosewood didn't really do it. I, I tell you, it was Twelve Years a Slave. Like that movie I was the watch one. That, that man, I couldn't do it. That's recent me, though. You know, you know the reason why it did it to me is because he was free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it was something about like. All right, uh, I mean, slavery. So that, that's slavery. not, because that's like the Freedman era. We it's were like free, the, yeah. Freedman, quote unquote, Freedman, right. but that transitioned right into Jim Crow, yeah. sharecrop. But just the fact that he was free and then they took his freedom mm-hmm. and he had to spend 12 years as a slave. And I, I got, you know, for me, I have a lot of respect for our ancestors who made it, who survived through slavery. Oh, man. Because I feel like they should have been extinct. Bro. You know what I'm saying? They tried to bury us, but they didn't know we yeah. were seeds, bro. Right. And it's like, I got so much, like a lot of people look at them and say, well, you know, 400 years of slavery sound like a choice to me. You know? All right, Pastor Kanye. Exactly. Right. And I, I don't even want to get, that's a whole nother thing for me. Yeah, well, I think that should be our, our, that's our another next podcast. segment. That might have to be yeah. our next topic. Yeah. I, Straight up. Yeah, that's a whole nother thing for me because I got strong feelings about that. With my spirit of discernment, so <laughs> but um, All right, my, my yeah. fault. Let's park here real quick since yeah. we're about to end. So we gotta like bounce, 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 mm-hmm. so we can bounce. Kanye, will you still rock with his music? Uh, I haven't rocked with Kanye's music in about ten years now. Ever since Eight Hundred Eight Sound Heartbreaks, I really haven't rocked with Kanye. How about you? And I don't know because I try to listen to it. If it's good, I listen to it. I couldn't get into the the last joint, uh, God is King. The Jesus King. Yeah. Jesus King. I couldn't really get into it. I couldn't it, either. But his live stuff I rock with. He's a great performer. Sun, Sunday service. Sunday joint. service. Absolute great performer. Yeah. 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 Now nah, he's a he's a great performer. I, I agree with that. I think he's a he's a genius. 
But you, I, you would give him that that title, bro. Kanye heavy. West. Kanye West is a musical genius. Okay. I do I think, agree. though, that some you know whatever happened with him, mm-hmm. it like it took him into some dark places. Clone Kanye or regular Kanye? I don't, I don't <laughs> you know. You don't <laughs> But this the dude that that dropped the music you know between 808s and now. Like he was going through something in his life that took him to some dark places that I think disconnected him from his craft, and what he was putting out, I think was it was either over my head, or I just couldn't connect with it. You know what I'm saying? Sure. And it just took him to some places. Rapid yeah, I, I think I think because you know art imitates life, bro. You know, I, uh, he definitely lost his mom's run that time. I yeah. think. Um, and just being in the industry, bro, I think, you know, you see shit, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And um, you, most times people get in the industry, they ready to get out. Yeah. You it feel me? So so I think, man. Especially if, some, if you have mental health issues. Period. Pre-existing period, mental health issues. Period, man. Right. So he had them. Oh, absolutely. Definitely so, had them. So now that you have this platform and you're here now mm-hmm. and it's, it's being exposed, mm-hmm. not that somebody's exposing you, but shit's coming out. Yeah. Like, yo, you you ain't, you ain't, your screws ain't tight. Mm-hmm. You got to speak mm-hmm. your life. Mm-hmm. So, so things that you say now that you have this platform, <clears throat> you're saying like is is magnified. So, as far as genius, I, I think I do think that he's a genius. Yeah. I I do think that he has mental health issues. Yeah, I mean most most people that are on the genius level are just they do. They just bored. They do, bro, for sure, for sure. And, and there's nothing wrong with. All right, let's not call it. Let's not label him as having mental health issues. He's different. I mean, yeah, he's different, but I do. I mean, because he's he's openly talked about. Yeah, he's openly said that, bro. Health but mm-hmm. is issues. that marketing? A part of it probably is. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because when you when you do that, what it does is it it deflects a lot of the would be attacks that you would get. Right? Sure. So with Kanye and his his conversion to Christianity right now. Is it really Christianity? We're going to do a whole episode on that. All right. I'm with I, it. I don't, I don't, you know what I'm saying? Because I don't ne- think it's Christianity. But next next one, you got rapid fire on your mind. So what's the next one? What's your next shot? So I'll, I'll say this. Uh, Have you seen The Family on Netflix? Yes. you seen The Family? Yes. Dwayne, you seen the family? family. Bro, you gotta watch it. It's a docu-series. Yo, we cannot have this conversation. Oh, yeah, 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 with the dude who left. You gotta watch that, John. Yeah, yeah, I know. I seen it, bro. I seen it, man. The old dude was sitting there crying like, man, I can't believe he just just raped me and left. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, I always got jokes, man. That's not what he said. But but I thought it was wild, though, just the the mind control, bro. Like, yo, I I couldn't. That's exactly what it is. Got raped and left, but I, I think that there's damn, bro. You don't believe in conspiracies. You know what? We here's here's my thing. I, I love. You don't I believe love, in conspiracies, Kimbo? I love conspiracy theories. Some of them, he I believe, to, he loves are to try plausible. to prove them wrong. I think ah. I, no, no. So I think some of them are absolutely plausible, and most of them are absolutely improbable. And it's like your son. He has a saying that he always says to me. He's like, it's, it's. Something it's almost possible but virtually impossible. Seb always says that to me. He, that dude is on another level. Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah. I, that's how I look at conspiracies. Like most of them, I feel like are nothing more than a an excuse for somebody's mm-hmm. either 
ignorance, ineptitude, or a lack of effort. So I'm that's not, how I look at most. So rapid fire questions on conspiracy theories. Let's go. I'm here. Flat Earth or round Earth? A spherical Earth. Flat Earth or round Earth? Spherical Earth. Flat Earth or round Earth? Round Earth. Okay. Flat Earth or round Earth? Elliptical. Flat Earth or round Earth? If I had to choose, we're going to say round. But it's elliptical. Illuminati, real or not? Illuminati is real. It was started by Adam Weishaupt. It's a real thing. However, the Illuminati in the popular culture sense, I believe, is highly improbable. So we're talking about the... Yeah. <laughs> the, the I know what you're talking about. Mod- modern Illuminati, highly improbable. Original Illuminati, yeah, it was started in 1776 by Adam Weishaupt. Yeah. Illuminati, real or not? Yeah, for sure. For sure. <clears throat> All right, cool. What so, else you got? What else I got? All right. Uh, Hitting hand? Damn. Yeah, for sure. I, you know what I mean? You want to call it whatever you want to call it, but you know what I'm saying? That the, the the power behind it, they might call it Bilderberg. I don't know what the, – no, it ain't Bilderberg. I know what that is, but, yeah. you know, it's Freemasonry. I mean, it could, it could go under all types of guises, man. But what the, the premise of it is is removing knowledge from you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Of who you really are. That's 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 the great trick and manipulation with that shit, man. I already know where we're going to go with this question. Let's go. Religion, real or fake? Religion is absolutely real because religion is just routine. Religion in in the... (laughs) You got to ask me something specific. specific. Christianity. Christianity is a real thing. It exists. However, I think if you're asking me the question, did Jesus of Nazareth, Yeshua, do I believe that he was buried and resurrected? Jesus and and Yeshua are two different people. Period. Yeshua. Yeshua. Yeah, two different people. Mm-hmm. He was. I my so my belief is I believe he's resurrected. Okay. Yeah. Because I mean, I, I don't I don't have a faith without it. So he's real to you. It's the cornerstone. Okay. Yeshua was real. Do I believe in religion? No. Jesus. The character, yeah, that's real. And in, in in a sense that character um, as in because I mean Dr. Seuss was character. Right. 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 So you got to understand, you know. They didn't even have fucking J's in, in, yeah, in, in Palestine, bro. So yeah. there's no Jesus, bro. But it's it's Yeshua. Yeah. Yeshua's a freedom fighter, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, and man, we, we can unpack so much with that. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I was, I, my, rabbit, my rabbit fire answer is yes. Because, I, I, you know, we on the same historical mm-hmm, mm-hmm, concept mm-hmm. on that. But I, but I don't yeah. – religion, is it a real thing? Yes. Do I, do I do support it? it? No. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, but but I do um, I respect you know um, the institution if it brings you closer to your oneness, mm-hmm. which is your divine. Yeah. NFL slave plantation or not? Ooh, that's a nice one. The NFL is mm. the NFL is sharecropping, Bruh. <laughs> If you give me one of these side answers again, man, I'm going to throw a chair at you. <laughs> so, <laughs> the, the reason so why. So, sharecropping, share, yes. It's sharecropping. So, yes. But if you're asking me, if it, is it slave plantation or what? Or not. Then I'm going to say, based solely off the strength that they have an opportunity to create generational wealth, I, I can't say it's a slave plantation. It's sharecropping. 
but you won't let me say that as an answer. But yeah, that's mm. my answer. So, what's so the that, answer? The essence, my, fault, my, that, fault, my fault. So what's the answer? I, I say no. Okay. So the essence of sharecropping is you basically doing the same work, but you're renting their equipment, mm-hmm. and you are in debt when you renting their equipment so you never get out of it so i don't know if i see that um nfl is is that Mm -hmm. but it's so you know and i know where he's going with this man because you know we we've been on those blocks he's slick we've been on those blocks before you know yes sir doing all everything we could do to show the entertainment value Facts. right you know what i mean so in that regard is that is that same um practice around yes mm-hmm. um we're entertaining we're inter- strictly entertainment the best rappers the best hoopers Singers, anything you know what i'm saying all of that you know what i'm saying but are we the best businessmen are you approaching us like that are you approaching us as the the men of power and women men and women of power that we are they're not approaching us like that. So NFL, you know, you people can make a way off of that. You know what I mean? They can feed their families. I ain't knocking that at all, Facts. bro. But it's, you know, I do think that um, to a degree, you know, you could look at it like that, though. You know what you, I'm saying? The, the, reason I, the reason I don't is because in our capitalist society, you're, you have certain collective bargaining rights and opportunities. And every time those men have had the opportunity to seize power through collective bargaining, they've refused to do it. Mm-hmm. And that's on them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I mean, I ride with, I stand with Cap, right? Mm-hmm. But I feel like all the rest of the guys in the league let him down. Do you, though? You stand with Cap? What does I, that mean? I, I, well, so, I, 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 do I'm you still watch football? Yeah, I still. That's the thing. I still NFL. watch football. You still watch yeah. the NFL, and at the so same how time, do you st- right, go ahead. because I, I believe in what he believes in, I support the same mission of social equality that he's trying to support. Sure, you know what I'm saying. However, right, those dudes in the league, love them Cleveland Browns. Hey, However, <laughs> but those dudes in the league, like I feel like they could have, they could have easily said. Either he plays or we don't. They could have flipped the whole Bang. thing up. They could have flipped the whole thing upside down. What's man? the percentage of black players in the NFL? It's got to be like 80, 90%. Uh, 70%. Yeah. So do you. What about ownership? Zero percent. That's right. And that's where I was going to go with it. Like, yo, I mean, you know, I don't see none of us out here. Like, I mean, you know, Bob Johnson, whatever. That, like, you know what I'm saying? That's out collective here. bargaining. Though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, if you're a player in the NFL, right, you're a CEO of oneself. Mm-hmm. So when you step out there on that field, right, they came to see you. They, yeah. they ain't feeling that Dallas Cowboys Stadium to see Jerry Jones. And the Fallen Brothers stood on the 50-yard line on the star, threw a fist in the air, and walked off the field. The fans would go insane. They'd be mm-hmm. upset at first mm-hmm. because look at these dudes doing this. It's a disgrace. Mm-hmm. But next week when the Cowboys couldn't play, they'd be upset at Jerry Jones. Like, you need to get them niggas back mm-hmm. on the field. Facts. Hey, so, you ever so hear why, about So why not start up uh, uh, your own league? Well, I, you know, I think it's because – so it's about work, right? That's not a rapid – That's not. That's, a not a, that's a whole nother thing. All right, cool. What's your next All rapid right, la, la, Last question. Last question. 
Does Black Lives Matter? <laughs> <laughs> the Blue Lives Matter. <laughs> the Green Lives Matter. Hey, does Black Lives Matter? Stem, stemming from the last question. To who? That's the answer. To who? Okay. I think I want black lives to matter. But they don't matter. Because they don't matter to us. Yeah. So if they don't matter to us, they don't matter to nobody. Because mm. in Myers Park, white lives matter. In Ballantyne, white lives matter. In Harrisburg, Indian lives matter. But in our neighborhoods, black lives don't matter. Where I grew up on 105 in Cleveland, on St. Clair, black lives don't matter. So until, until we make our own lives matter, we can't, we can't march. You ever notice how when a march goes down, we tear up our own neighborhoods? Facts. Come on. Riding and Facts. looting, yeah. Go to sure. Huntersville. Yeah. Go Never to Cornelius. Never go outside the community, man. Come on, man. Don't tear up my stuff. I we, you know what? And I, we ain't busting out the windows of AT&T. Come on, man. You, of, you, don't, you don't affect of, of change Duke. that way. We ain't busting out Duke windows. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You think, think about it. The last time we had an issue here in Charlotte, with the Lamont Scott killing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we protested in Uptown, right? And then when we tore up stuff, well, I didn't tear up nothing. I'm just let y'all know I was at home. Cam, Cam, Cam was tearing <laughs> shit about up. You driving yeah. around yeah. calling people. I wasn't scared. I mean, that's a whole thing. But look, when, when, when they tore up stuff, it was in Uptown, right? Of all the places in Charlotte, you could have tore something up. They, they allowed them to tear up Uptown. But when you think about it, Uptown is filled with insurance companies and banks, mm -hmm. right? They got the money to patch their windows yeah, they, up. Yeah, they made, they made money off of that, bro. Come on, man. Facts. But had they gone three blocks further to Dilworth and tore that neighborhood up, Pepper Spray, we, oh, you could have affected change. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, man. They weren't going down there. But the short answer is no. They don't. That's a beautiful. All right. That's a beautiful answer. <laughs> they don't. I'm not agreeing and I'm not disagreeing. I know. But that's a beautiful answer. Hey, cause I I can say I agree and disagree too, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, I mean. But you gotta answer the question first. So black, black do black lives, lives matter? matter? To me, yes. Mm -hmm. To many others, yes. Mm -hmm. To many others, no. You know what I'm saying? But I, I do feel where Ken's coming from, like, you know, on that point. You know, we have to have a collective responsibility. Like, you know what I'm saying? As, as to what we're putting out here. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? If we say black lives matter, then we shouldn't be we shouldn't be dropping bodies in the hood. Right. You know what I mean? That's just keeping it real. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, at one point, is it because, all right, so if you're either in the backseat of the police car as a black man or a a black man in the front of the police car. Mm. What's the difference? Mm. You still black, right? But you got a you got a blue wall here, yeah, and you got some gates here. So where it, does it matter? Black lives matter, absolutely. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it, it's 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 a complicated question and answer, man. Because it, it I think it's it's solely depend on the individual, man. You know what I'm saying? Like you know what what you merit, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm not I'm not trying to go kill none of my brothers. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to do that shit. 
not becoming my crib. That's something different. You know what I mean? But I'm not looking for, you know what I'm saying? So that's complicated, man. That's complicated. You know, in our communities, it, it should matter. And I think, you know, like you said, it matters to most of us. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But I think as a collective, as a community, we struggle with it mattering. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's because other things seem to be so much more important than that. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm speaking from the experience of having been in a gang in my hood, you know, 10-5 LOH, that mattered more than 170 Ta- people. music in, in a gang, bro? I, I was in a gang. 10-5 LOH. L.O.H. stuff L-O-H. Land of the Heartless, oh, which is ridiculous. Shit. When we talk about trauma, right? Oh, shit. Time you, out. You grow up. You was in a gang, bro? As a kid. You know. 10-5 L.O.H. in this yo, yo, he did throw them signs up, though, too. 10-5 L.O.H. He drunk He drunk He drunk now. They show up at my door. Right. Nah, but just saying, but like, but for most of us, though, we grew up in a in a in a situation where it was tribal in a sense. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it, it, think about it. It really is tribalism. Gang gang culture in America really is tribalism. tribal. It's all tribal. African. It's all yeah. African heritage. But bro. to the point where, like, for us, it was detrimental to our ancestors. It wasn't as detrimental mm-hmm. as it is to us. And so, but I think I think it is though, psychologically, because mm-hmm. because yeah. we're, we're we're trapped here, right? And we're trying to protect and preserve. Yeah, but although there's no ownership, own, that's right. Mm-hmm. There's no ownership. That's right. But that that we we have each other, mm-hmm. and the idea that your kinfolk, your kinfolk, we're in the same struggle. Yeah. Whether it's for bread, whether it's for a sense of belonging, right. whether it's for shit, I ain't got nobody else to hang out hang out with. Yeah. I'm saying like, yo, it's it's, it's that sense of belonging. Yeah. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it's like, you know, as at a certain point, something has to matter more than like the tribal nature of it all like as as a community cuz like as a people we have to matter more you know what and, I'm saying and i think i think something that's something that you know even gang members struggle with yeah. you know what i'm saying that like the consciousness of it because every every hustler i knew i mean you know what i'm saying gangster whatever man they ain't want to be that shit no. you know what i'm saying it's it's like you kind of you in that situation yeah. or a lifestyle, whatever, but then you start getting little bearings. We get older. Yeah. Most of us join that shit in teenagers, yeah. bro. We don't know nothing. You, you a kid, man. Bro, I was one foot in, one out. Yeah. So, but thankfully I had a daughter Yeah. right before I graduated. That kept me all the way over here. Bro, you know when I when I when I was in the gang, I didn't know. I got jumped in by my cousins and they was like, Oh, you in our gang now? And I'm like, Are y'all you know what I'm saying? Like they uh, I, I thought we was just playing. I thought we was wrestling. <laughs> they, they hit me for real. You know what I'm saying? NWO yeah. Wolfpack. <laughs> they jumped me for real. I'm like, hold up. You know what I'm saying? I got to go home. What happened to you? My gangster mom. Niggas jumped me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yeah. what? Yeah. You know? yeah. But but like you said, you don't necessarily intentionally seek that out. Nah, man. But you, what, you're seeking you protection. Seek? You're seeking... Uh, a uh, sense of belonging. Yeah. You're sensing. Uh, you're you're seeking um, family in some cases, yeah. man. And like think, and think about like how many how many cats that are in the gangs that 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 doesn't have a father in their life. Period. Bro. Period. That's 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 so a lot true. of gang members ain't even active, bro. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying. You, you, just you got a there. a couple solid ones and like yo, these niggas. You don't want to play with these yeah. niggas, bro. But yeah. most most 
at least dudes I seen. I ain't gonna say all, yeah. but you know, uh, some dudes I seen, man, it was just affiliating, bro. Yeah. Like, yo, that's was, me. You know, it's crazy too, though. I wasn't game banging nothing. <laughs> I was at school. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> hey, we'll, 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 we'll fight when yeah, I ain't shooting all, nobody. Your kid had the honor roll in the gang. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I was at school because, see, my mama was a little tougher than them gang members. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, bro. You feel me? Like, that was Feel that. Feel that. But, you know, I probably saved your life, bro. Saved my Real talk. You know what saved my life? What was that? My mother's love. Yeah. But mm-hmm. that love came out tough sometimes. My my mother's love outshined every negative in my life. Right. Yeah, she's the epitome of love. Yeah. Right. Although I you I, I fucked up a lot, bro. But mm-hmm. she still loved me. Yeah. Didn't baby me at all. Unconditionally. Yeah, but she loved me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And told me, yo. And I had to tell I had to tell my, my son this the other day, like, yo, I don't care. How you fuck up? I'm always gonna love you and be here for you. Right. Mm-hmm. And like I learned nine. that from my mother. I, I, yo, <laughs> I can't, I can't share this on the air, but yeah, I <laughs> fucked. Up. I, I, I've done some shit mm-hmm. where my mother had to come and be like, yo, this is in translation. I'm a beat your ass, mm-hmm. but I love you. Yeah, mm-hmm. we, we, uh, we know what it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's like Nas said. You know, your mother's the closest thing to God that you ever have. That's facts. Mm-hmm. That's right. beautiful. Those mm-hmm. are more, uh, Create, some of the creator, most beautiful words. Protector. Right. Period. Yeah, You're saying like provider. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love. Hey. Yo, this this has been a beautiful conversation. Oh, this oh. is great, man. All over the place. It was a good one, man. Yeah, this was fun. I think that's what we need, though. Like you know, mm-hmm. just just yeah. flow, flow freely. Yeah. I'm yeah. on like cup number three. Y'all yeah, still on I'm still on one, one bro. I'm, I'm staying on one tonight. All right, me too, bro. Damn, y'all being responsible and shit. Yeah, man. I yeah. gotta, I gotta go do work. All right, all right. I do too, but, but real, but um, I, I am a little tipsy, but real talk, it's always a privilege and an honor to build and chop it up with like-minded kings, even if we're not like-minded, we're kings, mm-hmm. brothers. Mm-hmm. I'm saying mm-hmm. it's, it's a pleasure to be able to. Whether we disagree yeah. or agree, mm-hmm. um, this the safety in in in, in brotherhood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Facts. Great platform for it, man. Absolutely. You know? So make sure you follow us, underscore King's Table, on all social media platforms, um, YouTube. We hitting you up, Instagram, Facebook, and anywhere you can find a podcast on TikTok, TikTok. Google us. Google. You might even find us on Anchor. <laughs> <laughs> but also right. holler at us individually as well. Um, we all individual business owners. Mm-hmm. Um, we definitely love your support. Mm-hmm. So, um, Ken, you want to hit? The, let the p- folks know where they, you can be found. You can find me on all social media at Ken Sold It at Ken Sold It. If there's a house that's been sold, Ken Sold It. <laughs> got you, got you, got Dwayne. You. So if you're looking for a professional uh, platform to see my works in, you want to go to Instagram, Dwayne.D.Key.Turner. Um, for more of my artistic things, uh, free-flowing things, you can go to Julio Sevo Chavez. Um, social media, Facebook, Dwayne Turner, Sav Turner. I mean, you can find me either of those. You can find me, Vens. At Y the G, Y the letter Y, the the letter G, 
Uh, also, your handyman, CLT, launching in Boston shortly. So uh, keep an eye out for us in Boston, your handyman, BOS. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, uh, also, underscore King's Table. Make sure you follow us. Oh, oh, King's Table. King's underscore table. King's Table. Underscore King's Table. Underscore. 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 King's Table. King's Table. All caps. Peace and blessings. Love and honor.